Greetings and welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals to episode 351 of the Words of Bo- What the fuck? <laughs> what what the hell have you got in your hand? A walking stick. You got a walking stick? I got a, ma- I got a mountain climbing stick to help me walk. It uh, makes it easier for me. Oh, shit. So Let's I don't hurt my back. Let's have a look at it. That is an amazing I got purple in honor of Joe Medforce. And in honor of all the times I've killed you in Among Us. Why not? See the purple blur coming at you. No, it's all over. <laughs> du, 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 du. <laughs> and then it's the smile. <laughs> silent smile. No scream, no no how no laughter, just the silent smile. <laughs> and she just goes. <laughs> You know, purple lightsaber ignites. <laughs> well, if it was good enough for Samuel Jackson, it's good enough for our Amy. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Amy K. Alexander. I'm joined this week by Daffy Moody. <laughs> Howdy doodly do. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's video game day. It's video game day. Every day is video game day. But anyway, but... Are there any big video games coming out on Friday? I'm not... There was a sequel, apparently. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2, apparently. Was there now? Yes, oh, that's what I, I heard. Noticed. That's what it's called, apparently. Apparently. Okay. The Princess of Zelda, or Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild 2. Princess that's what it's called, right? Zelda. The Princess of Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't see, well, I don't see the problem here. I'm not calling him again. <laughs> <laughs> I did that last week. I'm not doing it again this week. Can you imagine? Joe Moody's done it again. He did it again! <laughs> Two just minutes. Clip this out. Two minutes. <laughs> just in. clip this out when you edit it and just send it to him. He did it again, Joe. He did it again. <laughs> and eventually you'll just say, Amy, I gotta come back on. We gotta come back. I gotta come back on. Let's just be frank, Joe. We're gonna get you back on just so you can review Breath of the Wild 2. I think what I'll do is I'll book him on. And I mean I love him a bit. This isn't really a reflection on him so much as like you two in the same room. And then I'll get sick the day that we record the podcast and i'll be like but you two can do it that's fine i'll just i'll just take it off like oh my back's kept acting up again you know like and then you get sent the copy of the episode and you it's just you I'd... walking in and the place is on fire you... oh shit what the fuck <laughs> is your place actually on fire i'm just a fucking heart attack hi sophia it's like the it's like my partner decided I'm gonna scare the shit out of him and just stand there at the door, looking at me, very quiet. She was like Drax, just can't see him, just eating a walnut <laughs> or whatever the hell he was eating in those films. <laughs> Hello, I'm recording right now. What can I do for you? Okay, good. I'm not too sure about if I love you right now. Had a heart attack. I love you, okay. love you, Sophia. <laughs> Amy says, what did you do to him? <laughs> One day you might actually tell her what I actually say. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <laughs> this has been a bank bonkers start to an I'm episode. Gonna, uh, speaking of clipping things out. 
<laughs> Moody died. <laughs> I feel so bad for for anyone listening on audio. The audio. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've had we've had a lot of visual gags today, and it's only been visual four indeed. minutes. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right. She says. Had a heart attack, but I'm all right. <laughs> it's all good. No, yeah, I'm good. I'm not bad at all. Desperately uh, steering the conversation back on track. <laughs> back on track, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I've been good. Uh, work going on well. Uh, Pottering on. Started walking. Yeah, I started walking. That's, I mean, great. That's I'm really big, good, yeah. That's why I'm kind of, of standing up as well. I kind of want to just keep the momentum going, you That's know. That's good, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> like that. Like how exactly you like that. <laughs> That's how I walk. I don't know. That maybe, maybe that contributed to. It's maybe why you have a bad back. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, walking's great. I love walking. Not at the minute though, because it's sunny and so everyone's out, and it's like there's people everywhere. Too many people around here. Just, exactly. You just like you just you want to you need a stick in me. <laughs> you need a stick. Start fucking swinging. Just go, just go, back, 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 back. I've got my curtain open right now, and I can only imagine people because I have the TV, the PC in front of the window, sure. so I can get natural light. I can only imagine if anyone's walking by, all they see is this. Back, back. What's what's going on? What's, going, what's going on? Above that, yeah, in that place. that flat right, the, the, that, that flat. pub right now. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> someone's had a couple of bit of drink tonight. Huh? <laughs> I always say it to people because they haven't had a drink for thirteen years. So I always mm. say it to people are like the scary part is this is me sober. <laughs> I can't blame anything on being drunk, you know. Like yeah, it's true, yeah. <laughs> like you have nothing to fall back on if you think you make a silly mistake <laughs> or something or do something stupid. I don't know about silly mistakes or anything like that, but mostly it's mostly just um, just my general way of being, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been drunk in... I would say roughly about the same length, if not a little bit longer. Cool. So... Might be 12 years. It's hard. I mean, once mm. once you get so far away from something... Like, the exact measurement yeah. of time doesn't yeah. apply as much anymore. Yeah, like I've had the odd drink from time down from time to time, but I've not been drunk. You know, I would say about fifteen years. What am I? Thirty six now. Yeah, I would say about fifteen years. Fifteen, sixteen years now. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I've just not had a drink at all. Mm-hmm. That's some, yeah. Sometimes it's just yeah. Uh, I've uh, normally about I have it once just or twice, which is weird. <laughs> Why like, am I not even have a beer right now? Not 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 in a not in a like oh man I wish I had a drink way just some, every now and again I just dream get dream drunk. <laughs> dream drunk. <laughs> you wake up wow Dang, yeah and then I'm just like a... that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. What the fuck? <laughs> Why am I walking like this? <laughs> but yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. It's like alcohol in Star Trek. I wake up and I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, since a, a synth ale. Synth ale. A synth ale. A synth ale. Oh yeah. Whatever the hell they call them. 
I'm going to infuriate Phil by saying this, but like people who drink beer for the taste, it's just like, no, I don't get it. It tastes horrible. <laughs> Never had a nice beer. I've had good mm. beer. That is a difference. <laughs> but never had a nice tasting one. I like when I have had a drink. Uh, I like it Stella Artois, but it has to be like really cold, like really crisp and refreshing. And that's always nice. But mostly when I have a drink, I have a fruity drink. So sometimes mostly it's just a cider, a fruity, fruity. cider. A fruity drink. Fruity, fruity, fruity. I drank whatever was yeah. cheap. <laughs> that was what it was back then and back in the days it was just what's cheap yeah man Foster's alright that'll do oh definitely like when I used to go out for, for uni uh, student nights and it would always be like there'd be specific drinks that were like a pound <laughs> so that it would be those <laughs> and you'd be like I've got ten pound nice give me ten of them <laughs> <laughs> all at once ten yeah. bottles <laughs> Now give me that big pint glass, the not the big, big, big one. <laughs> Just give me the ball. <laughs> yeah, funnel. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, but no, yeah. <clears throat> Those were the days. Oh, when yeah. we were young, Amy. When we were young and hey, stupid. Speak for yourself. I'm still both of and those that, things. <laughs> and now we're just. Us, us old and stupid. <laughs> time is a con time is a social construct. If you stop to think about it, <laughs> time is irrelevant. I am thirty six years young. Says you. <laughs> Me. Like, do you want to just get really metaphysical? And I'll just be like, here, like, who invented time? Because it wasn't, you know, it's not a constant. How many times we go around the sun? Whatever. <laughs> I thought it was God. 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 Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's really funny though. In the last few, what? the last, the last few years, you know how like you go into town or something, and there's always like that one. There's always like somewhere. There's always like three people stood in front of that like a magazine rack, and it's all about how like God will save your soul and all that bollocks, and they're hand, they're like handing out magazines or leaflets or whatever they never yes. give me any anymore <laughs> they see I, you've already lost your ignored. soul <laughs> just, i just get ignored these days don't you like that though i find it funny okay but i know it's funny like used to be harassed all the time now i do get harassed all the time still for different reasons yeah. um i don't religiously get harassed anymore I remember seeing one one person with a with a God will save you magazine coming towards me, stopping and then walking away, <laughs> and I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> when did I? Have... Oh. Yeah. Well, I can't say. <laughs> yeah. what can we say? <laughs> I have superpowers now. You should have put your force field up a long time ago. Henry. Your shields up a long time ago. I didn't even know I had them. <clears throat> yep. You put your armor on. You, you Captain Janeway, and you went polarize the armor. <laughs> Deploy armor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't think. Arm you... torpedoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what this podcast is for. 
when you talk, I was talking about it, friend. I've got this new app on my phone that I talk to you, exclusively use it to talk to one friend. And it's like, um, it's basically like WhatsApp, but like you record videos. So like you just send each other video messages. Okay. And I've been using that to talk exclusively to one friend. And we've just been chatting about all sorts of stuff. And it's weird how like conversations differ when you're talking as opposed to when you're typing. But uh, yeah, oh, we, yeah, you're just chatting about stuff, and we were chatting. I was, she brought up some stuff about how the way people are in like fandom, right? And we, <laughs> we, we talk about it all the time. And obviously, I have some experience with this, right? <laughs> it, was, it was quite funny, just a little conversation. And I was just like, I find it really funny, but then I sometimes go out of my way to to stir them, stir that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't avoid it. <laughs> You turn into it. I run. I run into the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> you're literally, you're Jon Snow. Right? <laughs> Bring it! <laughs> Pretty much. And then I'm at the end with a with the horse. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like not again. <laughs> Not again. Why? Not again, man. Can't Come we sleep? On. <laughs> Stop it. That's why I got off Twitter, people. It wasn't because of Elon, it was because of Amy. Because of me. She keeps starting fights. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Other people start the fights, I finish them. <laughs> she st- people start fights with her, and then she just goes, All right, let's go then. All right, let's go. And then she finishes them. I, just, I can't. And sometimes you just can't walk away, though. You know, someone's chatting shit. Sometimes, yeah. and like nine times out of ten, it's an instant block. Yeah, like, yeah. you just block them, block and move on. Like have a chuckle because they're an idiot. Block yeah. and then move on with my life. But like, if you catch me at the wrong time, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. Just in the in that. the wrong moment. I remember arguing with Star with uh, the Star Trek fans. That one time last year. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> mm. I mean, to be fair, all that happened was I just argued with them for a bit and then blocked them. I'm not going to lie. I think you've argued with them this year as well about Picard season three. <laughs> I think, have I? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, maybe I have. I don't think I've started any fights with people about Picard season three. I'm sure there's people. I mean, I'm I'm not sure I've seen people complaining about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, I'm not talking about people who have just legitimately don't like it, legitimately thinking on with it, whatever. That's fine. People yeah. who are talking shit about it <laughs> for the reason of Star Trek. So that's the discourse on Twitter at the moment, actually. Someone something, Star Trek so walk. So, yeah, something. It's <coughs> out, no, no. It's um. Oh, I, I miss when Star Trek used to be subtle with its messaging. To which, obviously, Star Trek has never been subtle with this. I love Star subtle, Trek. Yeah. I love Star Trek, and I've loved it for decades. But it's never been subtle. I think. I think, as I said, it's been, it's as subtle as a brick through a greenhouse, <laughs> and it always has been. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's people being idiots as always. It's like we know. Oh yeah, it's like they never really understood Star Trek, and they just went there for the big pew 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 pew. Well, yeah, there's not that much pew, 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 I know. pew in Star Trek. <laughs> Until you go to Deep Space Nine, season four onwards, then it's all, all pew, pew, pew. But even then, there's not that much pew, pew, pew. I know. 
I know. Like, I'm rewatching Babylon 5 at the minute, which is specifically about, you know, war. And there's not that much pew, 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 pew in that either. <laughs> oh, it's, almost like sci- it's almost like science fiction is more thoughtful. Not all about war. It's not all about war. But yes, it does have Chekhov in. I'm, I'm, I'm almost through season two of that show now, so he's been in it a couple of times. It's like people who complained about Andor. Well, it doesn't have... Good. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that shortly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, Andor's the, Andor's the one I want to watch. Of all the you Star can watch Wars. It when we go, wait until you get down here if you want. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. It depends... It depends if Disney decide to sh- film season two without writers, <laughs> which they've been talking about. And I'm just like, I was around the last time there was a writer strike watching TV. <clears throat> I remember what happened to most of the shows that continued filming with no writers around. Um, R.I.P. Heroes. Yeah. Rest in peace, Heroes. That's yeah. always the one everyone goes to. Because I've never watched the show, so I can't comment on it. I know everyone says that first season's like arguably one of the best. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi seasons of all time and everything. Me, me and Russ used to stay up late on the night that it came because we were living together at the time. We used to stay up late to, to get it and watch it. Like, yeah. there was no question about it. And season two, killed it. <laughs> Just dead. What, in the first episode? I think there was only like six. It was a sh- very short season. Ah, um, okay. I think. And then by the time the season was over, it was just like, I had no intro. Like, lo- I, and I know tons of people who just never watched it on from that point. Well, have they said that Disney come out and says that they might film it without the writers? Uh, yeah, I think so. There's a couple of shows. Tony Gilroy will not produce Star Wars Andor during the writers' strike. Uh, mandatory ceases, producers, duties, med writers' strike. Kick him out. With I know the guys who did Stranger Things have said they're not going to. Like, it's on hold, and obviously Strange New Worlds is on hold. Yep. <coughs> She's good. But the, 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 the weird thing is, we're going off, obviously, a different tangent here, but I'm only going off what I've heard from, like, sort of people who I used to listen to when I did my movie podcast and everything, who had sources <laughs> and everything, and, uh, who were more in the business than even I, and I was and everything, and who do uh, writing. And like everyone's apparently waiting, uh, saying that Bob are trying to get Bob Iger to try and sort this. Uh, the new, obviously, the returning High Lord and Emperor at Disney uh, CEO, CEO, um, because he's uh, because a lot of people believe he's he's going to be able to sort this out and everything and like be, and whatnot. So like, there's a simple, there's an even simple answer instead of getting the High Lord and Emperor to Bob Iger. Just pay the fuckers. <laughs> Give them what they want. We've we know where this is going to go. <laughs> We've done this before. <laughs> I was there. They have. They have, yeah. yeah. I was there, Gandalf. I remember Transformers 2. <laughs> I was there. I saw that at the midnight showing. The strength of men failed. Um, yeah, I just remember he- Heroes is the one I think most people remember. When it comes to TV, yes. And I was like a few for like film and whatnot. Like, I do, I do like remember a lot. Like Transformers. You'll watch a lot of TV shows from around that time and there'll be like one season that has less episodes. And then you go, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, most of we'll the time see. they will do, you know, if they're sensible, they will <clears throat> try and continue. But we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, solidarity well, with tw- the writers. Well, another thing what I'm hearing as well, the biggest holdout is Netflix. Apparently, to to agree into stuff 
Because apparently one of the agreements asking things is that they want to know the metrics what Netflix release. They want to know the metrics of viewership and everything. Because obviously Netflix obviously came out with the stupid thing of saying, we've never cancelled a show that's done well before, <laughs> type of thing. You're supposed to be vague, you dipshits. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think they I think they want them to start releasing numbers of what, like, what, how many people, what's yeah, the viewership and everything like that. There's, and I think um, Netflix is one of the biggest ones that obviously they do not want to release those numbers. Of course not. So. But, um... AI and um, AI, resi- AI, AI stream thing, yeah. AI streaming yeah. residuals and mini rooms is the things that I've heard most about. I mean, Netflix is a garbage fire company. If they're one of the main ones holding it up, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll have more on it when I watch uh, the hot mic tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be on for a while, so you know. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, 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 true. Let's go for it. They might just go, oh, fine, we'll fucking pay the fuck the price. Just fucking do it. <laughs> Never gonna happen. Um, should we jump in the games? Yes, because this is what this is. We are a video game podcast. Films shall not pass. After the first 20 minutes. Should have always yes. had a cane. <laughs> are you, yeah. Question before we talk about Star Wars. Are you going to have the cane when we're streaming E3? I don't know. Oh. I've, got, I've got two of the fuckers, so... We can <laughs> both have a game. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Shenanigans will ensue. Shenanigans. <laughs> we, we'll cross, we'll go, one for all, all for one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all charge Hello. Jeff Keighley and hit him in the fist. We're pleased Violence to announce... Wrong, people. <laughs> we're, we're pleased to announce that Hollow Knight Silk Song is coming out February 2024. No, Amy, don't do it! Ah! <laughs> it's my stuff, not yours! <laughs> not my new TV! <laughs> no, I just bought this TV! <laughs> I would probably tackle you. <laughs> See what I mean? Peak entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about video games? Let's talk about Should video we... games. Let's talk about the video games that we've been playing. Yes. Should we review video games, <laughs> Yeah. Let's. Why not? Why? Why the? Fuck why not? not? Let's review a video game. I believe we both <clears throat> played finished. Finished? Yes. I did finish the video game. I know people. It's shocking. Okay. I actually finish a lot of video games every week, over and over again. <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> but no, yeah, no. Um, it's time for the main topic. It's Star Wars Jedi Survive Review by Mr. David Mark Moody and the fabulous Amy Kate Alexander. With her Sylveon shirt on. Shout out to Sylveon. Sylveon here, Sylveon there, Sylveon everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I need, I need to, I need to get the big, bigger versions of EVs like that to this, and then just fill them up. <laughs> I, want one of the, I want one of the Squishmallows that they've released. That's fair. <clears throat> that is fair. Star Wars Jedi Survive. Amy, we have played it. We have completed it. We did. Mm-hmm. I did. Where do you want to go? Which direction? Um, Left, we'll do right up. We'll Down. do some general thoughts first. Um, we'll keep it spoiler-free until a certain point where we say it's not spoiler-free, so keep an ear out for that if you don't want to hear spoilers. But for now, we'll just do some general thoughts. Moody, what did you think overall of Star Wars Jedi Survivor? Do you want me to leave the room? 
Should I should I go? <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Survivor is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is a mediocre game with lots of bugs, especially if you play it on PC. But fucking hell did I have a lot of bugs on PlayStation 5. It is basic, its story is okay, the characters, they do dwell in dive deeper into certain characters. I like what they do with Cal from a certain point of view. I like uh, uh, his master Siri, is it? Siri? Sia. Sia, Sia, sorry. And I like it that they delved into Meren. Like, for God's sake, she was, compl- for me, very underdeveloped in the last game for me personally. I know if the people say, well, if you read the two books that came out between it, you would know more about them. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I like that. <clears throat> A lot of the new characters I didn't really like, didn't really click with. I was just like, you're boring. You're one note. Oh, wow, you're the warrior. And you want to die a warrior's death type of thing, huh? Good for you, sir. Good can't, for you. You can't bring that up. <laughs> not, not after what happened to me. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, um, I'm very disappointed in this game. Uh, I was thinking that it... There was going to be probably like a step up from what they did in the last last one, and I feel like it's basically the same. It's overly long. I think the tra- the traversal is bland and boring, and just felt exhausting all the fucking time. I didn't like the combat. The combat's lazy. I think personally, I think they could have done a lot of things with the combat, and they went basic for me personally. There's that. I think there's certain elements that are visually lovely and visually good. Um, when they get into like the cinematics, I'm just thinking, wow, that's really, you, who, you, Respawn, you made a fucking effort, congratulations. And I, and I like the opening when you see, um, like you press start and it just goes straight in from the main menu. That I think is really canny. I really like that. And especially as it shows you parts of, let's just be frankly, you've seen the trailers, Coruscant, you're in Coruscant on this game. Um, that's not a spoiler. Um, but I love like the opening in that part. I really think that's really canny. But yeah, I just... Really wanted to love this game, Amy. I really wanted to, especially because I've been enjoying Star Wars of late. Mandalorian Season 3, I still enjoyed it. But I can see why people were a little bit annoyed with it. <laughs> I was a little annoyed with it, but I have enjoyed Star Wars of late, Bad Batch Season 2, uh, and or. And yeah, and this was just... The only thing that's hopefully going to save Star Wars this year is Ahsoka. Ahsoka, where are you? <laughs> but yeah. I was disappointed, very disappointed, sadly. What are your thoughts on this game? Um, I thought it was fine. In, and, and I'm going to just preface this with, because we've obviously talked about it as we've been playing it. I had no bug. Well, I had one bug. It was hilarious. <laughs> I showed it on Moody. He really liked it. <laughs> I'll talk about it later. But uh, no, like uh, there was this weird thing where, because um, I was playing on PS5, not on PC. There was this weird thing where... Um, if I left the game on overnight, like, you know, you, t- you turn your PS5 off, but it leaves the game suspended. Yeah. If I came into the game after leaving it overnight, like, it would be a bit framey. But if I just, like, quit out and then restarted the game, it's fine again. Um, but other than that, I didn't really have any any major bugs. So that's where I'm coming out from it. One yeah, major you, bug. Yeah. It was hilarious. I didn't even find it annoying. Um, so when I say the game is okay, like I preferred Fallen Order for a variety of reasons that we'll get into in when we talk in depth about different elements. But for me, like, yeah, I get what you're saying with a lot of stuff. Um, the combat is in in both games, but in 
I don't know if it's just more so in Jedi Survivor because since I played Fallen Order, I've actually started playing Souls games. <laughs> so when it's like it's Souls like combat, but not it's really not. It, I can see what they're going for because there's a lot of parrying and stuff in the game, and it's very reminiscent of Sekiro, but <clears throat> it's not as precise as those games, so it just feels a bit meh. And the addition I've, of ex, the addition of the extra stances was fun yeah. for about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they they say Soulsborne combat. It's not for me personally. It's not. And I, yeah, I have played. I have tried a Soulsborne game, and it doesn't work for me in any personally like that. Um, but I know the difference between a Soulsborne combat and a Devil May Cry combat because that's what I feel like it was. It was just a hack and slasher for me personally. Um, yeah, Again, well, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Um, because once I figured out that like aggression was the the key to making this game trivially easy, <laughs> like if I just keep mashing the the block button, I'll get the parry timing right, <laughs> yeah. and then oh, I've opened them up. Stab, 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 stab. And I yeah. really hate the way they use lightsabers in this game because they feel yeah. it feels like I'm hitting them with your cane. <laughs> my cane would do more damage might do to some things yeah <laughs> but it's like if there's yeah. a bo- if there's like a block meter like in Sekiro I guess we're going in in depth like I thought the game was okay we'll go in depth now I guess we talked about the combat like if there's a block meter in the game and I deplete that block meter through parries and through attacks when I open a, an enemy up after that unless it's like a big beast up or whatever or like a fucking walker it's like, why can't I just kill them in one hit? That's a fuck. I'm using a fucking lightsaber. <laughs> like, just make the, the bar, the health bar, like they do in Sekiro. And then just let me stab a fool when I've broken down their, their block. You know what I mean? Instead, you just slash at them a couple of times and the block meter already goes and then they just like come at you again. And it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, man. <laughs> yeah. What I would have loved them to do, instead of going for the quote-unquote lightsaber stances of just the different type of lightsaber you go for single bladed dual uh staff uh blade single bladed river blaster or i would have loved them to go for the actually delve into the lightsaber fighting styles and combat styles because there's seven of them and I feel like you could have really done something really unique and cool with that where you by the end you maybe you've created a style that's all completely different and new and unique to you. Mm. I think they could have really done something like that. Where I don't know Carl's uh for, uh lightsaber form or style or anything like that from the from the uh what the out of the seven that are there, but I think we could have really done something really cool with that. And I think they just it's just this lazy hack and slash, which is really disappointing because this is Respawn. Like, how I, even though the Titanfall games never clicked for me, they're a big loved franchise with some of the best co- combat out there. And then you, and like, heck, they did Apex Legends. Great combat. Difference is, those are all first person shooter games. Maybe they aren't up to snuff when it comes to combat, a uh, 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 fighting style combat, melee type combat games. Maybe I'm that maybe mean for me. What mean of me saying that or anything like that? I know I've stated on many occasions. Amy knows I said fucking creating video games is incredibly hard and everything. But yeah, I feel like there was just a missed opportunity. I can understand why it maybe wasn't in the first one because of where Cal is in his life at the time 
and whatnot. But now he's it's five years after the first game and everything, and I feel like they could have really done something cool. And I just yeah, for me they didn't. Mm, definitely. <clears throat> um, but they yeah. went for style over substance. Yeah, yeah, and it just it never rose above being all right for me. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to get into spoiler territory here. So, uh, like, you've had our general thoughts. We're going to get, I'm going to get into spoiler territory here for a moment. Um, and so starting, will I. Starting now. Like, it's telling that the one part of the game that I enjoyed the most from a combat gameplay perspective was when you control CS. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Everyone's saying that. Everyone's saying that. And it's because you feel it you feel it because you because you've gone on a really good journey with her from the last game and to this game when the last game she's frightened out of hell and she falls to the dark side and she even loses the dark side to manipulate things and whatnot by the when you see her in this game you see that's all gone she's now back to being a jedi master or a knight whatever level she was when you first meet her in everything and being an absolute badass and i'll say this people may say think i'm wrong in here she fucking beats Vader. She fucks him. Plot up. armor or not, because between obviously where this is in the yeah, timeline sure. and everything like that, Vader has to survive and everything. But she beats Vader. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's she beats Vader, and I think that's amazing. It's a, and one that's a great send off for her and everything. Because when she first faced him the last time, she he just went like that. And she went wee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first time in in, in Fallen Order, you were like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah. run! And when you see him here, I still go, oh shit, it's on. It's on like Alderaan type of thing. Well, maybe like wrong, 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 wrong planet. But you know what I mean. Um, but no, yeah, it's that, that 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 was when it really felt great stakes and everything, and it really felt really well, canny because you were fighting opponent that forget about the plot armor thing or anything like that. You fight you. you they felt like they really did something with Vader, where it's just like he's not just a you sort of hack and slash. It's actual proper combat where you're having to dodge him in certain type of moves and whatnot, and I felt that worked a lot better. Yeah. I mean, when you move on to the story, because what you just said, something you just said there clicks in with me in the story of, like, <clears throat> I like the characters, most of mm-hmm. them, especially the returning characters. I love Grease's whole thing, um, yeah. and then you get to the end, and you're like, hey, I'm going to turn the shields off, put the engines on, and he's like, what? And then it's like, greasy money, baby! And I was like, I'm so glad he said it again. Um, and Marin, it was great seeing Marin more. Um... And I do like what they've done with Cal, but setting this story where they've set it and doing the thing that they're doing with Cal where it's like, he's fighting the Empire, and it's like, okay, great. He's not going to win. <laughs> I can tell you this that. This is the thing about tell you that right now. So it's like, this. so yeah. there's like, there's a dissatisfaction in in the in terms of the plot because you can't just have him t- turn around and say, well, actually, I'm just not going to fight the Empire anymore because that would be really unsatisfying. <clears throat> you yeah. can't have him win because it's star wars and that's not what happens so then you you like you you just spin your wheels for the entire entire plot it's like oh we're gonna go and find this place tanalo and i was like okay like as far as like stories that you could tell in this period of time with these characters it's probably about the best you're gonna get yeah because they're not gonna go down if i if i remember rightly we've got about 10 years before, about not, we're not far. From where it ends, we're not far from A New Hope. Yeah. It, yeah. So, <clears throat> the 
Yeah, I've lost it. <laughs> no, sorry, my <laughs> that's, apologies. That's all right. Um, so yeah, like it's just not going to go. So you just think, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah. fun and everything, but like you've you set the stakes too high almost in this game, and like you've set the narrative for me personally, it's set on the wrong track. Where I was at the entire time. I mean, it didn't help that I knew within about fucking ten minutes who the who the real bad guy was going to be. <laughs> Like, I knew who was going to betray Kyle, like, moments after I met him. And it was just like, great. So now I'm just waiting for the shit, waiting for that to drop. And admittedly, it was a good reveal when they actually did it, because I didn't see the second half of that reveal coming, where it's like, oh, she's a Jedi. And it makes me wonder, did did Order 66 fucking kill anyone? Like... <laughs> yes, Order 66 killed a lot of Jedi. Did, did anyone die? <laughs> Or did everybody escape? <laughs> no, there is why a couple Darth, that survived. That's why, that's why Darth Vader is so tired when he's fighting after he fights here. Because he's just like fucking. <laughs> never send a clone to do a Sith Master's work. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. but no. Um, 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 jokes aside, like you know, it was it was an interesting reveal in that sense. But then like that, the whole the plot shifts around on that. It's like you you're doing this thing to get this thing, and then there's a bad guy who turns up who I said to Moody, hey Sephiroth's in this. Um, I can't remember his actual name. And then you beat him, and then I'm like, well, that's obviously, how uninteresting he is. Well, obviously, there's more game here. <laughs> like that's not the end of the game. Um, so then it's like that happens, and it's the best sequence of the game. Um, and then the rest of the plot happens, and it's like, why do I care about this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. why? Like. It, He's done it to protect his daughter. Okay, I get that. Yeah, sure. Like, and he doesn't. But like, why can't we all just go and live on this place? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, he's consumed by the dark side, which makes him act irrationally. It's like it's such a fucking cop out, man. <laughs> sadly, when it comes to Jedi or Force wheelers, that's what the law. That's what happens. To, sadly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just one of those things. It really is. And what what hurts this what hurts this franchise for me even more it's that. The era it's in, as much as I'm loving like things of where it is in this certain era, like I've stated on for little shows, and uh, but we know where that's going, and they've already stated sure. the next season's the final season, which is fantastic. Next season of Bad Batch is going to be the final season of that, which is fantastic. Thinking, don't linger, don't lang around too long, and I feel like because we've had so many stuff that's in this era, which is basically quote unquote the Imperial era, uh, the Empire uh, era. Um, we're getting too oversaturated with it, and it's kind of getting just like, we know where this is leading. You're not around in the trilogy, mate. So you either die, or you get lost or hide somewhere, and you never turn up ever again. Yeah, I must go into Type exile. It's like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's just like, and we've man. heard that cop out before twice. Yeah, and that was in the original trilogy, and we accepted it then because there were new films. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, there's places that, this, and I'm not going to start fan fictioning my own version of, yeah. of Survivor. Like yeah, I, it yeah, is yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is, and I re- I'll react yeah, to yeah. what I get. But there, I feel like there are places they could have gone and just chose not to. Like you know, you have the Zepho from the first one, which was this mysterious alien race that vanished. That they could have done anything with, <laughs> like if yeah. they'd followed that as a plot line, or the guys that yeah. turned up in the flashback at at Tanalor, and you see their ships and I know there's lots of comics about them and stuff, but you could have done something with that. But all you do is you do that one moment and then they're gone. And it's just like, we're going to keep focusing on the empire and that's a narrative dead end. So you start getting more and more frustrated and 
the plot doesn't really seem to go anywhere. Like there, there's a lot of setup for a ne- for another game, <laughs> especially as you but start I've... getting towards the end, and it's like this is fine. But you know, yeah. Empire did this. You know, it set up the last, it set up the next movie a lot, but it also had a really strong narrative that paid off really well before it started. Yeah. Like as it was setting up other stuff, whereas this just sets up a lot of stuff for the future. Yeah, and that's the thing about it. Yeah, it's just. The only time that oh they could finish it right and they could really let's just be fine we know there's going to be a third game that's, that's there has to be yeah <laughs> with amount, with how many copies they've sold of this fucking thing yeah there's going to be and with how it ended as well um I th- like everyone was questioning and thinking what are, what like when uh, the show Rebels was going on and everything everyone was like well what are they going to do with Kid Kid and um. Fuck! I just had his name on my tongue. The two Jedi that were in that in that show and everything. What are they going to do? And that's, what are they going to do about him? Because we know this is literally not literally a year away from Rogue One and everything, and and a New Hope. So we're like, what? What? We know there's no Jedi. So where? What we're going to do and whatnot? Um, and I thought they did it in really good, really good way of how they wrote them out. Um, and it, and it made sense, I think, and it's leading now into the future of what they're going to do now, which is really, really canny, I think. This is just like, ugh. And everyone just keeps going, well, they can maybe bring him into live action and whatnot. I don't give a fuck. I really don't, because he's not a compelling character. He's okay. He's just not great. And yes, more better writing could help that. Yes, better writing could do a lot of things. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I had a like, unicorn could fly to be... around at night. Yeah, they've set him up, obviously, to be basically as a stepfather, basically, in the next one. And that's uh, fucked time. up. That whole sequence is fucked up. Like, get, forget really about that, you know, because I know the door what the dark side does to people, and you're like, yeah, whatever, yeah. And yeah. it's like, they fucking kill her dad, and then and then she's just, and then they're like, here, you come with us, kid, and she's just like, cool. And it's like, She's what? so okay with this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's my worry. What What's wrong with that kid? <laughs> she's like, yeah, all right, kill my dad, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. We know Let's that's go. not what happens, but it's just like she's very okay with him dying. Yeah, so she's fine with it. She's fine with going off with the people that literally murdered her father, more yeah. or less, in front of her. And it's just like, Basically, yeah. cool. Rush into the end, were you? <laughs> like, <laughs> it felt like it, didn't it? It really, really did. Well, like Cal, uh, like so struggles with the dark side, but then just gets over it, and it's like, I get you setting that love. up. I get that you're setting that up. Maybe it's that up for the third game. Because, like, the way they, they linger on it at the end of the game. But it's like, do something interesting with it in the game that I'm currently playing. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. And they just don't. Which is sad and it's disappointing. And it's just like, what the fuck? But in, the, yeah. in the smaller moments away from the narrative and the plot, it was nice to hang out with these characters again. And there were some fun places to explore. Like, I always like exploring Empire bases. Um and stuff like that. Like, it would have been you've nice. Seen one, you've seen them all. <laughs> That's yeah, all I see. I just now. like wandering around in them. Like, That's fair. But um, the you keep talking. Yeah, sure. Um, and he's off. I could see anything I want now. But the 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 environments that you that you explore as well. There's not enough of them. Like. I really needed him to be here for this to react to the fact that I've just literally he's just literally walked away as I'm changing the topic. <laughs> um but there aren't enough environments. Like you go backwards and forwards between two places for most of the game, and then every now and again you go somewhere different, but it's a really small map and like there's one main map in Kobo 
Um, and then also Jeddah is quite big. But hey, thanks thanks for walking away. Just I was changing the topic. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, the uh, I was just saying that the like I'm I'm really underwhelmed by the places that you visit in this game. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you basically just taxi backwards and forwards between two places for most of the game. And every now and again, yeah. you get to go to a really small other map. And, yeah. like, I did a bit of the exploration in this game because, like, for, there's, there is, like, some cool mini-bosses and there is, like, some useful stuff to find off the beaten path. <clears throat> And but there's a lot of fucking like I'm like diving into a fucking volcano to find a goatee. Like, mate, come on. <laughs> Seriously. And like it it did start to piss me off to the point where it was like, I'm looking for, for stim pack upgrades. I'm looking for legendary like fights and bounty hunter bounty hunter fights. Yeah. And then I'm fine and then cause you've got to check everywhere. And then I'm finding a fucking a new tiny little piece of a lightsaber, and I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. And like the traversal for me was okay, like mm. platforming and stuff. But what was pissing me off was what was at the end of most of that platform. <laughs> I was just like, this wasn't worth it. This wasn't worth the effort of coming here. <laughs> and the um, the the progression as well. Something tidy that just for like you know the progression of like new abilities. It doesn't feel like evenly paced out at all. It feels like you get nothing for about half of the game. And then you get a bunch of stuff all at once. <laughs> and then it's just like... And they do the same thing. In the first game, I, like, cause I can understand Cal remembering how to use the Force as the game goes on in Fallen Order. But he does yeah. that in this game as well. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? Like, you couldn't remember to open a, how to lift a door with the Force? <laughs> he had to no. specifically have that memory from something <clears throat> him and Sia did between the two games. And I was just like, I was cackling. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the thing that made me got me got me, and it's maybe wrong of me even thinking this. So what got me excited was that they delayed this. They delayed it for polishing everything for mm -hmm. the game, mm -hmm. and like, what were they polishing? Because I have to ask that question because I feel for the PC players. I really do. Like I've watched like Skill Up's video and it's like really really bad. And uh, and whatnot, and like, and I feel for anyone else who's having problems or whatnot. And then, and the 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 consoles isn't as bad as what it is on PC, but it's like it's still bad. The amount of texture popping in and out that I had, and fuzzy hairstyles, which was just like really, really bad. It was just re it was just not fun, and just kept sucking me out of the game. And it's the amount of things that just didn't have a collision in it. Where I was just, I'm walking through it. I was thinking, why, 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 why? Interesting. That's not how the force works. That's not how the force works. Guys. One of the things that was annoying me in the game, interesting contrast to what you just said. One of the things that annoyed me in the game were the invisible walls. <laughs> when I was trying yeah, to mess around, when I was trying I to mess around, them. seeing where I could go, and it's like, oh, I'm an invisible wall. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, I had a few of them. And it's just like, there's a versal mechanics that didn't feel like they were good either. I didn't really enjoy exploring. And and maybe I would have. Like, I kind of enjoyed... I enjoyed it in Star Wars uh, Fallen Order. Um, because I feel like you had a bunch of different planets that were e sort of equal size. Like, once you'd unlocked all of your powers to be able to get around them. And there was just enough of, like, 
having a look around and seeing cool stuff before like then stopping and going, oh, well, I've found everything I can find, so I'll go to the, the next planet. Whereas with this one, because you keep going back to the same place. And there's loads of different areas, but they're all kind of the same. <laughs> like, because it's yeah. all on one planet. And then there's a bit on the desert, and then there's a couple of other places that are really small. Um, and then the final planet doesn't fucking have anywhere to go. It's a straight line of the boss fight. Um, it really is, and yeah. And so I think what was hap- what the problem was, I just wanted that the diversity, like... I'm I'm impressed by the fact that they've managed to put together this big, huge open map and the way it all connects together and stuff. And they've added, mercifully, they've added fast travel. So you can fast travel between meditation points in this game. But because it was just going and doing these things in roughly the same sort of locking places, it was just like, I'm getting bored of being here now. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you got Coruscant, which is the first planet that's in, in from the tutorial level, basically. And there's nothing there like i explored the whole thing as i could from the first level and then i thought shit i need to go like i've got all most of my powers now i'll go back to coruscant because i really want to explore yeah. coruscant because it's really cool and interesting there's like three places left to go <laughs> on that planet when you come back later and i was like great <laughs> and to be fair though but to be fair those three places all had interesting stuff in them like there was, a, I found some bounty hunters. I found a, a legendary fight. It wasn't like I was finding non like stuff like you know the, the frustrating stuff like a fucking new fucking hairstyle and stuff like that. But I just wish they'd yeah. I just wish they'd like made the other locations a bit bigger and just made Corbo smaller. But that's a that's a me thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I just. I don't know. I really don't. I feel like that instead of concentrating on what was the core, what people liked on the last one, which I feel was the characters, and they maybe went too. Let me rephrase this. They probably went too far into what people liked on the last one. Like the people liked the diversal because it felt like uncharted, unchartedish. People I always remember hearing that than say and everything. But but um, I think it always kept the to the linear of the story for uncharted so it always kept mm-hmm. things moving along this kept slowing things down unless you just ignore it and go through the straight just go yeah straight which you could story, do yeah which eventually i just decided that yeah i'm going i can't be bothered with this, this is really boring shit out of me now i need to get this thing moving so i just did that Fair and enough. and yeah and it's that's what i feel like they just went too large to get like we need a bigger big world we need a big area for everyone to go round and round and round in circles and get a new power up and then go back to it and then get a new power up and go back to it i hate that type of gameplay right now it's really been irking me because it's just it's just like you can go a little bit further but not all the way yet because you need another power and you're yeah just that like, even that that was cr- starting to frustrate me so <clears throat> yeah i am um... It's like when you get the force field power and you can go through force fields and then you go through a force field and then there's something, there's a door that you can't open and it's just like, well. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I did, um, I found the, the, the electric zapper power up thing. I found that way earlier than uh, you, you, I think you were supposed to um, in terms of like story progression because I just happened and be like, I can go through here. Let's have a look and see what's here. And then I got the thing. And then I was like, "Is this a is this a, an optional power up?" And then I got later in the story, and I was like, "This is not an optional power up. You need this to can progress the game." <laughs> I just got it way earlier than because I went to a place before I was supposed to go to a place, but I could get Respect. to it. Respect. I just yeah. 
so I always had to take I always had to take a break from like the story, um, and just go off and explore something. Um, that was just me though. But yeah, it's it's just like it's it's like I'm I'm critique criticizing the game a lot, but like I still thought it was okay. <laughs> like for me personally, but there was a lot of stuff that was sort of like. Eh. I wish this had been better. I wish this had been different. Like again, and I and I'm sure I'm an outlier. I've seen the open critic uh, average for the game, um, but for me, like give me like give me those smaller planets from Fallen Order. <laughs> like if you're gonna make it a non-linear game, like you did, in terms of like being able to explore the environment. Obviously, it's a linear story. Um, it just felt like Fallen Order was more linear, and that made it feel like a tighter experience. Whereas because of how blasted open um, Corbo is. It just felt like a mess. Um, I think that's fair. Even though, like, my biggest gripe for Fallen Order was it's buggy. It was buggy. It was a buggy mess on my end. So, like... Um, uh, when I say mess, I mean in terms of, like, the, the design, the no, world design. No, yeah, I know what you meant there, but no, why I meant... Why, that's why I think you're right, though. I think they they kept them more focused in Fallen Order, and they've gone... They've unfocused yeah. for survive, which is just really again disappointing. And yeah, again, it's like for me, it's just like for the next one, you you get back to what was truly your core, your core small areas with vibrant vibrant things there that are really well deserved to explore. Um, great story, great characters, and really really bring it out because like the the reveals were crap. The, like they tried to make out the guy who I can't remember his name. That's how bad he was. Uh, who didn't uh, the Jedi who didn't have an arm? Um, yeah, no, Sephiroth. Who Sephiroth? Sephiroth. Yeah, um, Jedi Sephiroth. Um, like he's just boring. He's bland, and it's just like very one note. And they, they they tried to make him out to be a really big deal, and like people who were like a really like canon enthusiast, like ooh, who is this? What is he? You know, like that. And I'm just like. You, do you fight him three he's... times, don't you? Like, there's a boss fight you do three times in this game. I think you do... Is it twice or three times? I'm sure there's someone you fight twice, and then you fight Bode twice, and you fight, like... It's like you fight the same fucking bosses over and over again. Maybe that's yeah, why yeah, I really yeah, like the Darth yeah. Vader fight. It was different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah because, yeah, because they were all one note and simple and easy, and they weren't but actually But they, they didn't evolve. It was something I realized, apart from Bode, who you don't really fight the first time. Like, it's one of those gimmicky boss fights where you just have to hang on for a bit. And then the cutscene mm-hmm. starts. It's like, the other boss fights, they don't evolve very much between, like, you fight... Jedi Sephiroth and you learn his moves in the first fight and then the second fight he's using the same moveset <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. okay well I already know this fight like imagine yeah. Dark Souls if you fought the same four bosses three times each it's like what the fuck like you'd be dancing through it yeah I, I get why so from a narrative perspective you fight the same bosses over and over again and yeah but at the same time it's just like I'm why am I fighting like, why aren't I fighting? Like, why aren't they doing something different? You know what I mean? Like, why isn't this, this boss fight with Jedi Sephiroth most, more distinct from the previous boss fight with Jedi Sephiroth? I did enjoy the Rick the Door Technician boss fight. Though. <laughs> it's just the Stormtrooper that comes around charging at you. He gets his own oh, name yeah. and a boss thing. It's a, it's a reference to the uh, Saturday Night Live um, thing <clears throat> with uh, Adam Driver, Rick the Door Technician. <laughs> Oh, no, I never got that. I, I was, think I did it. I, I was, just can't remember I was that. cackling. 
<laughs> oh, that's good. And then you just go, stab, and he just dies. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll post a like, like, the one bug I had in the game was fucking amazing. Um, you saw it. Um, Give me a warrior's death. death. And then a stab, and he just went, and I was just like, I was in I was in stitches, I was in tears, I was laughing so hard. And what was worse was like that was probably the most interesting that character had ever been in the entire game. But because I caught one hell of a glitch, I was just laughing through the whole thing. You were laughing by the end of it, yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. post it on Twitter and I'll link it in the description so you can see it. It's fucking epic. Yeah. <laughs> when for me the strengths of this game is when they focused. Mm-hmm. And that's like um going to, when you when you became C- Siri. Sorry. When you became Sia, um, Sia, Sia, I keep forgetting the name. Sorry, Sia, and you have that badass thing with Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and then and and then I, I do like the part where you're basically Brody is basically sent you to come and get him at the Empire's base. That's mm-hmm. all right. That's fun uh, because I like yeah, that's fun because like I like the part of like of just like scaring the shit out that's the i think oh, I, yeah, yeah that, I that was think fun that was really well i done. think that part stands out more because one it's a tighter focused level but yeah. there's still paths off to the side yeah. to check but also like and i don't know whether i'm mad for, th- for thinking this but because you're actually dealing with the empire like think about it the two parts that you've just described are the only two parts of the game where you're fighting the empire yeah. Apart from the beginning of the game in Coruscant. Like, the rest of the time, yeah. you're fighting droids, you're fighting monsters and beasts and stuff, which I didn't like in the first game, don't like in this game. And, like, the times where the, the, the game steps up, for me, are the times where you're fighting the Empire. Like, even yeah. another part that I would add on to your part is when you're doing the the thing with Marin, where you're trying to rescue that guy from the temple, and that huge thing's, like, tearing it apart. And then she's like, trust me. And then you just start fucking flying through all the the portals and stuff. I enjoyed oh. the spectacle of that. It was fucking, it was nuts. <laughs> Which I think was, I think it just blew the cobwebs out of my brain when it when it happened. Because it was just like, suddenly I'm going at this fucking breakneck speed. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. It went so fast that it was very disorientating mm-hmm. for me. So I was like, I didn't really click with it. So, yeah. But no, yeah, that was okay, I think. It's just like, yeah, it's just... And when it came to the human moments, like the human moments were between Carl and Mary and connecting and mm-hmm. finally showing their love for each other and everything, that was really, really canny. I did enjoy that. Um, and like the th- and like and the parts of like where Carl is using a bit of the dark side and everything mm-hmm. is really interesting. But then they just they just it just it fixes it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Power of love, which is cool. <laughs> I don't mind mm-hmm. a power of love story in the, in the in this case, but it's like make it a story, make it something. Yeah. Like it happens twice, um, more or less, like the embracing the darkness yeah, thing. Much, it yeah. happens twice, yeah. and both times Marin shows up, and Kyle just goes, "I am fine," and like mm-hmm. there's an interesting story there, but you you sidestepped it for the in the interests of moving the plot along. Yeah, because I always say there's the difference between story and plot. It's like. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Like when you go into the level up screen, um, after the first time you do it, it's red. Like which I thought was a nice touch. I didn't notice that. Like the background no, of the yeah. background of the thing is red. Yeah. For the rest no, of the game. I didn't game. notice that. I didn't um, notice that. It goes so, back to normal um, after the game because I did wander around for a bit after the 
the after the game was finished, quote unquote. Yeah. Just to see what differences there were. Like there's some there's some interesting dialogue that you can find. The yeah. most interesting thing I found in the post game was there's a fucking Star Destroyer parked above Cobble. <laughs> After you nice. come back from Tunnel, I was like, oh shit, okay. That's cool. Um, we'll we'll see, what happens see what happens with that. They didn't, do, they, didn't, they didn't do DLC for Fallen Order, so I assume they're not going to do it for, for this. this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't see them. The DLCs were two books. Uh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't fucking do that. If they resolve survivor in some novels and then i jump into whatever the next game is and it's like oh we fixed cal he went to the dark side for a bit but now he's back i'm gonna fucking eat my playstation against the wall is there is there anything is is there anything else it was a buggy mess that's all i can say like i couldn't even reset my skills ah yeah you should be like i was weird that just made no sense. I hadn't reset them at all throughout the entire game. And I was just like, I want to reset. And it wouldn't allow fair. me to do it. Which is fair, because you, you pick up new lightsabers as you go. But it was yeah. weird. Like, you told me, and I was like, no, I did it. Like I even showed you. I'd literally just done it like yeah. a few hours before you asked me. Because yeah. I was like, oh, this cross guard is quite interesting. I think I'll put some points into it to like, yeah. try it out. Because I just equipped the perk that gave me extra experience and then left it for the entire game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I was getting through levels faster. Um, but yeah, no. What? What? Just stack here, I Before we like wrap it up, what lightsabers did you use for the most part? I was mostly the dual, dual blade, double blade. The double blade. Yeah, Darth Maul. Two singulars. Yeah. No, oh no, they dual, dual, dual blade. Yeah, and cross and cross saber. I used when I was just like, oh, I just want to power you, hit you hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm switching to this bad boy. <laughs> Smash. Yeah, I used <laughs> yeah, that a few that times. Man. Like, I used that for most of the game. I used the 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 Darth Maul saber, but that was mostly just because oh, yeah. for def- it was the it was the le- the least annoying way to deflect blasters. <laughs> That's fair. Because you, if fair. you if you nail the first parry, you just spin it around and just start to fucking send a blaster bolt at everyone. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll do that. But um, that's good. I was curious. I used uh, telekinesis a lot as well. When you, especially when you unlocked um, the slam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just pull people really to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, beyond that, like, can, I'm not didn't use any of the other powers really. Confusion. Yeah. Whatever else there was. I liked it's pulling. I liked pulling yeah. guys from the distance and stabbing them. <laughs> Yeah, I did that. Oh, you think you're going to shoot me, do you? <laughs> like, there were moments like, why, where the game... Why am I moving? <laughs> yeah, there were moments where the game made you feel, could make you feel like a badass. Like, that was the thing. Like, yeah. when you upgrade pull to its maximum thing, you can pull anyone. But, like, if mm-hmm. you pull, like, larger enemies, instead of them just flying over, like, the stormtroopers and whatnot do, like, they dig their fucking, like, weapon into the ground and, like, you're struggling to pull them in. And I was like, this is cool. More like this. <laughs> Unless, like, I'm just hitting someone with a fucking rolled up, rolled up fucking tube. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that I've paint, yeah. that I've painted blue. Like it's a shame. But uh, yeah, if I have final final wrap up thoughts. A disappointing mess of a game, personally. That just again continues just to not live up to the hype of what 
and I'm sorry that um, I love that people are enjoying this game and love the first game and everything. Like you enjoyed the first game. I did, yeah, I did. And I think it just like mm-hmm. uh, it's just continuing that with Sam. For me personally, I'm still waiting for a great Star Wars game since Disney have took over it. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. And it's a sad, <laughs> sadly, sadly, it's not happened. Then. Right yeah, now. no, it is a shame. Um, and a lot of people love Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, like I liked it. I thought it was fine. Like, is it going to be? Like, Fallen Order for me was a top five game of 2019. Is this going to be a top five game of 2023? Probably not. But am I going to look back on it and go, yeah, it was okay? For me personally, I definitely, like, will. But, like, hopefully they, like, bring it back around for me in the in the next game. Like, there was stuff to like. Like, the characters still rocked, like, the main characters. Yeah, we need a we need a tighter experience. It's like it's like they forget. It's like I think people what love about Star Wars is the story and the is the characters in the story. If you're gonna give me somewhere to explore, give me somewhere like Kashyyyk, like you did in the first game. You know what I mean? Give me somewhere really cool and iconic, and it's like two different maps in one. <laughs> so like when I come back later, I'm going into the deep of the forest. It's a different place. Like when you go back to that one planet, I think it's the ice planet in the first game. And then, like, if you explore, there's a whole fucking empire base underneath that you just find, and it's like it's this huge, it's this whole thing, and like that's cool. Like, I want to explore places like that, not oh, this is the same planet, but there's some lava. <laughs> oh, this is the same planet, but there's a fortress now, and it's like, but it's the same place, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But otherwise, like I said, like it was okay, and. I think, yeah, everyone, everyone can have a blip, right? We were just talking about this last week. <laughs> well, the thing is, we say it's a blip, but if, for the majority of people, it isn't. Yeah, that's fair. That's the thing about it. That's that fair. is the thing about it. We just have too high a standards, Amy. Clearly. People I mean, are accepting mediocrity. I'll they've, tell, had, they've done that for... Everyone's done that for years with Call of Duty, so... Tell, I'll tell, <laughs> I'll, we'll end this on a positive note before we do Indie Game of the Week. Because we went long, way longer than I thought we would there. To end it on a positive, the last thing that I interacted with Star Wars before Star Wars Jedi Survivor was Rise of Skywalker. So this is way better than the last Star Wars. This thing is ten out I, of ten. This is ten out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> that I this watched. This is a ten out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> this was a am- yeah. like compared to that. This was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's a fair analogy for you. Yeah, because you haven't seen the new stuff that's dropped yet. Yeah, no, that's fair. That is fair. I understand I that. I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> um, so you hear it here, here first, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else. This is a ten out of ten game. If you watched Rise of Skywalker the last time, if that was the last Star Wars, if you watched you Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> it broke you, and you stopped with watching Star Wars for three years. <laughs> oh, bless you, bless you. Hey, okay. it happens. Let's do so. Let's do my thoughts quickly on because um, we've, we've gone a little bit long here. I can do it. Oh, I know you know what. Oh. We've gone long. We will hold it till next week. All I'll say this right now. I'll give you a quick thought of this. this. We can fucking play like a dragon, Ishan. We can do it after ending game of the week. No, no, that's fine. Like a dragon, Ishan. Fucking play it, people. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> In that case, I'll add mine back because I, I deleted mine. My, my oh. Was. Because oh, I'm not that bothered to... about talking about mine. 
We'll talk about this in a second. We'll, we'll do Indie Game of the Week and then we'll pause. We'll do our pause and we'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, but, we'll do um, a talk. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so Indie Game of the Week this week, it is a demo. I did play a demo. I almost didn't because I saw a new Indie Game get announced that I really wanted to talk about, but I wanted to hold it on next week because I played the demo for Demon School and it was only available for another few days. Um, and this was really cool. <laughs> like It was a 30-minute nice. demo of a tactics RPG. Um, uh, it's very weird. Like the main tags are turn-based tactics, funny, dark humor, and visual novel. The ones that I pulled off of Steam, um, and it's got Persona vibes. I think is the best way I can describe it. Um, so it's like a tactics that's game. Big vibes, that, that's big right. vibes. Anyway. But like in terms of the the there's four characters that I met in the demo. <clears throat> Um, they're all like really big personalities. They're all they all they all made me chuckle in the in their dialogues, and then on top of that, you sit it's set in a school, so you're playing like school kids, um, running around trying to figure out there's a demon thing going on, <laughs> like there's demons doing demon shit, um, and like the there's like different locations you can go to, and it's time based so you do stuff in the morning and then you do stuff in the afternoon and then you do stuff in the evening um and then on top of all that you play this tactic stuff um which is more movement based um i yep. think probably the best way to describe it where it's like everything you do is based on on movements and the, you've got four different characters in the demo and they all do very different things like to the point where two of the characters don't attack, like and do damage like you would normally expect. <laughs> like one of them's a healer and like heals and buffs other characters' attack powers, and the other one swaps places with enemies and stuns them. But the thing that I noticed in the demo that I really liked about the combat, and the combat was a big focus of of this demo, it played like three combat encounters, was that you get action points like you would expect in any turn-based tactics game but they're shared so you don't have like each character has like two actions they can do it's like no you can do multiple actions with with one character and then just have another character not do anything so like in the beginning maybe you don't really want to use your healer that much because you haven't taken any damage so you can get somebody else to go and do some stuff and like stun some more enemies and stuff like that and it's a really interesting sort of balance that that creates um in the demo and again, I just like the vibes. I like the humor. <laughs> like, I dug the jokes. I dug the characters. Um, I'd be interested to play to play more of it. Um, it's coming soon to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Also, the music slaps as well. <laughs> it slaps? Yeah. Cool. I always wanted music to slap me. Well, you know when you're like, sitting there and you're playing, you've listening to battle music? You know it's good battle music when you're doing that? unconsciously <laughs> that's fair that is fair go wishlist the game on steam there's a link in the description and if you listen to this before the 15th go play the demo <laughs> it'll still be available um, that'll do it for indie game of the week we're going to take our short break people who are watching will know it's a jump <laughs> but we're not actually going to jump because I'm crippled. <laughs> Moody can jump if he wants. <laughs> whenever, you, whenever you're ready. Like a dragon. Like a dragon.
Rawr. Rawr. <laughs> yes, let's move on now. I know I said I might not have been reviewing it, but we've decided after the break, I'm going to review it. Amy put her foot down and said, no, you're no, fucking doing you're it. you're fucking already. doing it, right? I have to yeah. carry the reviews. It's your time to shine. This is Moody's time to shine. <laughs> we already created a section that's called Moody's time to shine. But anyway, like a dragon, Ishin. Ishin, Ishin, whatever it's called. Um... Amy, I absolutely. I'm okay. I want to specifically say this. I have not completed this game. I'm about halfway through, or just a little bit over it. I fucking adore this game. It is the right old palate cleanser that I fucking needed after the. I'm sorry, Star Wars Jedi Survive. The boringness that was Star Wars Jedi Survive. Um, this is just. It's all about character in these games mm-hmm. and yes they have the over the topness the the soap operiness that these type of games are just like uh, lost judgment was and, and everything and the combat is over the top and it's bombastic and yet i effing love it and it's because i know what i'm going into this one type of thing and with the characters they're going in with like this is all in japanese and i'm listening to it and i'm enthralled with everything and that's very this that's very surprising for me because I don't know Japanese and I don't like reading, but yet somehow I am just like like a kid with popcorn, just <laughs> devouring it all. Awesome. And I'm just like, this is amazing. And Japanese Japanese voice actors, they just know how to bring it. When they come to voice acting in anime or shows or whatever or games, they just know how to bloody bring it. And I absolutely adore it. Um the, the, it's visually really really beautiful uh the setting's really canny the world and everything what you're into where you where you go to is really canny it's a simple simplistic story of what you go, what the the premise is very simplistic but they do the thing of what like there's a story with the stories within stories within stories with it just mm-hmm. like what lost judgment was like that's sure. just, the lost judgment that's the one i'm always going to go to because i was the last first type of this game i really played amy was no no it wasn't it was like a dragon yakuza. yeah you played uh yakuza not right? yakuza like dragon yeah, it was well. Yeah, that was, was it? called Yakuza Like a Dragon. Was it okay? Um, yeah, that one. Um, and I really enjoyed it, but I never completed that one. But when I put when I saw Amy playing Lost Judgment, something just happened. It just clicked. I fell in love with it, and it was one of my game of the years that year without me fucking playing it. <laughs> That's what I love. To be about fair, it. It to be, just so to be clear, good. he watched me stream the game from start to end yes yeah 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 from start to beginning and i just completely fell in love with the story and the characters and i'm that's basically the same thing what i'm doing right now in this game i'm falling in love with the characters the story and everything and it's just so it's the right over the topness for me it's the right cheesiness for me the soap opera niche and everything like i'm i'm basically i'm basically what i love even more is that i'm basically a person who's just joined this super squad and it's kind of like bleach the suit uh, the soul society i'm wearing a, a, a i don't know what they're called uh that we're wearing the japanese uh yakasus i don't want to butcher it so the 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 japan the samurai people the clothes that samurai people always wore i'm wearing one of those i've got a jacket on it it's fucking awesome i feel like i'm like in the soul society even though i'm not fighting demons or whatever i'm fighting humans and whatnot but it's just so so good it's just so this is just what I needed after, like I said, the palate cleanse. This was just, this has just been an amazing palate cleanse after Star Wars. Been being a disappointment for me, and I'm just loving everything about it. 
Um, if you don't like these type of games, it's just probably you're not going to really get into this or something like that, which I can appreciate it. But give it a try, people. It's so, so good. Amy, I think you'd love this game. I probably would. Once you get into yeah. uh, the once you get into RGG's stuff, yeah, like RGG's you're into it, right? Yeah. Like, this, yeah, this, yeah. You, but you need a way in. Like, yeah, the, it's, it's slow to start with, just like all of them I've been told. It's Lost it's, Judgment was the same. Lost Judgment was slow to start, and Judgment was slow to start, and um, Yakuza like but then Dragon. It gets going. But then you get going. Because, um, yeah, like it was the thing that I had always heard about the Yakuza series was it sounded like something that was for me, but there were like five games, six games, seven games. It's like, got to get in at the beginning. And it's like, okay, that's a lot of game too intimidating so when judgment came out i got into that and that's where my entry yeah. point was um so if you can find an entry point i highly recommend it they're so good um yeah but yeah no i know what you mean about a palate cleanser um but that's awesome like Ishin, i want to try and get back to it by the end of the year a lot of good games coming out this year um and a lot that i've Cross missed that they are good sure there's a lot of games that have already come out and <laughs> I was talking of it. I played, that we've missed. <laughs> I've played like I've done something that's really unusual for me in playing like lots of long games, like back to back to back. Yeah, to back. you have lately. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, and then I'm like, I said to him, "Oh, I need to like, I need to just play some fucking weird, <laughs> like small indie games." And there's a ton that I've got a pile of that I want to play. Um, and then he was like, "But Amy, Zelda comes out," and I was like. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you think that's going to be so? some weird small game? No, nah. It's on its <clears> way. It's on its way. But um, I'm sure, just like the first game of that of Breath of the Wild too, uh, Breath of the Wild, um, you can just go from the beginning straight to the mountain. You might not want to do that, but complete it. Apparently, you can. You might be able to do that in this one. Complete it, mate. <laughs> Third minutes. Woo. Hardcore gamer, <laughs> but uh, but no, um, no, that's awesome. Like like Dragon is on on a, on a backlog that I've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tagged with a with a high priority color because I love those. I love those games. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's like it's. I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm Tom Cruise in Last Last Samurai. Cool. And I'm just learning Japanese, even though I'm terrible. Even though I'm terrible at it. And I'm like swinging the swords around. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so is, like, it, yeah. is it similar in combat to, to previous? Games? Well, I've only got I've only gone off two. That's obviously like Tell a dragon just, and judgment. Last year. judgment, yeah. Judgment obviously was hand to hand combat. This has hand to hand combat in it. Uh, I favor more the samurai, the two samurai swords for it. What, Is it a similar type sort of, of styles? Hack and slash ish kind of thing. Yeah, very yeah. hack and slash ish. It's arcade-y, all over the place. The it's wondering. very, very arcadey, very messy. But I love it. I love it. And it's just like, yeah. It's just the really thing I needed, and like, and the each what each different stance is unique. Where I feel like I'm actually doing something that it feels unique. Unlike Star Wars, well, it was similar to Judgment. Yeah, you had the three different yeah. stances, and they because all felt different. Well, you have four with this one. You have a hand-to-hand combat, uh, just your samurai sword, your sword, samurai sword, and a gun and a gun and they just all feel different and unique and i really really enjoy it. i am favoring more the samurai sword and samurai sword gun combination because i can be able to switch between them really easily um but it's really really canny and yeah i just amy i bought i, I went out and spent money on this game you i spent have money physically. on a video game 
Yeah, so I bought the DLC. I wanted, I wanted all those claws. Oh, <laughs> it was wow. a tenner. It was fine. I was fine with it. <laughs> I was like, I went, Babe, can I spend money? <laughs> I want to buy some. I want to buy some kimonos. <laughs> I want to buy some kimonos on a game. Wait, and if you offer the game. Both. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I am going to buy a Komodo in me as well. I've already said to me, I'm going to buy one. I might wear it for E3. Awesome. If I get it in time. <laughs> I hope you do. Komodo well. in a can. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. I'll be one of those old men. Watch out. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's really really cunning and like so people like I said, go and give this game a try. It's a lot of fun. It's over the top. It's cheesy. Yeah, the story is bonkers, but it's like simplistic in itself. It's got a direct story what's going for, but it has other things going into it. Every character is all different and unique, especially the ones that you're really, really talking to a lot in the game, and it's just really really cunning. It's so so fun, and Thank I haven't you. had a glitch. Think about it. Wow. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? That's just my initial thoughts. Well, hopefully, when I, and my aim is opening, maybe finish over the weekend. Hopefully, see how it goes. Cool. Um, and then I will give a proper thoughts where I'll just go thumbs up or thumbs down. We should come Maybe we should do a star rating system or something. Uh, I go, I, I've changed mine on my spreadsheet to the alphabet. Oh, maybe. We'll think about yeah. it. We'll talk yeah. about it. That's awesome. Star Wars is a big D. I can tell you that. So am I. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> it's now continuing Moody's time to shine, Amy, apparently. So let's go to my favorite game in 2020. No, 2021. And uh, who did you romance in that game? Steph. Not going to forget this time. I rewatched that when I was editing the thing. Did you? Fuck you. Because <laughs> I, I have to go in and, and find all of the times for the timestamps. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. uh, and I did rewatch that whole bit. And it's just like, it takes you so long. And I'm just sat there the entire time going, what's the name? What's the name? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Never. Life is Strange. True Colors wins Peabody Award. This is from Marie DeLisandri over at GamesIndustry.biz. He writes, Life is Strange. True Colors was among the winners in the new interactive and immersive narrative category at the Peabody Awards, which recognizes excellence in storytelling. The 83rd Peabody Awards took place with Deck Nine and Square Enix's title recognized for, quote, showcasing both empathy as a superpower and the power of games as a medium for emotionally resonant storytelling, end quote. The Peabody Awards also highlighted Lucy and the Wolves in the Walls, a VR title from Fable Studio, quote, for its sweet insistence that all is not as it seems in the world, that trust and belief transcend age, that neither adults nor children have cornered the market on truth, and for its invitation to be curious at every corner, end quote. Reporters Without Borders, the Uncensored Library, a collection of censored articles being made available within Minecraft for people who might not be able to access them otherwise, was also given an award. Uh, ContraPoints also won as a YouTube channel category and a VR documentary from The New Yorker about China's systemic detention of... I never know how to pronounce this. Uyghurs? Uyghurs? Something like that. Um, called Reeducated also won. One. We're really here to focus on the games. 
<laughs> congratulations to everyone who won there and everything like that. But congratulations. Another reason to talk about the best game of 2021. Life is Strange True Colors, a game that was so inspirational and helped me just mentally in itself. If I Thank ever, you very much to that. If I ever make the video, I say if, when I make the video, like Thank I you. might just, <laughs> I might just, I might just like, because like part of it, like even a part of my experience of this was like, seeing how it affected you i might just have a chapter where you just take the video over <laughs> and talk about that specific part of what the game did for you um because that's what the peabody awards are for they're not just necessarily excellence in storytelling um <clears throat> it's all about impact in storytelling as well which you know i think carries through on, on the award winners like life is strange true colors didn't just win because it had a great story even though it did it was because it had an impactful story as well. Yeah. And I know because I saw it impact you. <laughs> so glad I didn't stream that game. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I think I would have been too awkward to make clips. Like, would have been like, hey, Amy, yeah. how come you never made any highlights video for Life of Strange True Colors and Moody playing <clears throat> it? Couldn't do it. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But you didn't, um, need a you didn't need a 34 year old man wallowing in selfie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's well deserved. Like, it's. Um, yeah. I feel like it flies under the radar a bit in terms of when we talk about impactful uh, video games and yeah. video game narratives, but it shouldn't. So I'll take any opportunity it, to talk about it. Hell fucking yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, take away, like, what it did for me and everything like that. It's just a great, impactful story in general. It really is. It's just, what it does just for, like, to show, like, empathy and everything like that, I think, is just incredible. And it also shows, like, consequences uh, in real, in really good stakes as well. And I really, like, yeah. Yeah, it's just phenomenal. And it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode three, baby. Episode yeah. three. Um, Who's going to go on stage? <laughs> <laughs> guys who's going with guys, guys i hate you guys <laughs> we have a great scene and then we go to another great scene right afterwards it's, we go we are a lot of great scenes back to back yeah we really do we really do all right let's just do this <clears throat> microsoft workers won't receive an annual pay increase despite the company's $18 billion profit margin. As soon as you said last year, I was like, well, he's talking about the one and only one. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. He's talking about... would have been the main story if we didn't have the reviews. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, this is from Joshua Robertson over at The Gamer. He writes, Despite all the negative news surrounding the disastrous launch of Redfall and the increasing amount of complexities regarding the company's attempted acquisition of Activision Blizzard, Microsoft is doing quite well at the moment. The company recently <laughs> the company recently posted its quarterly earnings for the period that ended on March 31st, revealing a revenue of $52.9 billion and $18.3 billion in profits. It also announced that full-time employees won't be getting their annual pay rises this year. According to a memo of, uh, to staff obtained by, ins by Business Insider, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella has told employees that the reason for the lack of a pay increase this year is down to the current economic challenges the company is facing at the moment. He also ensures them that the senior leadership team at Microsoft don't take the decision lightly and consider it over several months. Explaining that he believes it's, quote, necessary to prepare the company for long-term success, end quote. 
On a completely unrelated note, Nadella's annual salary currently sits at $55 million after receiving a 10% increase between 2021 and 2022. Nadella goes on to clarify that some hourly roles within Microsoft will get pay increases, but all full-time employees will miss out. While this lack of salary increases will also apparently apply to the senior leadership team and Nadella himself. A later statement provided to both Insider and GameSpot by a Microsoft spokesperson also explained that the company will continue to invest, uh, quote, continue to invest in our employees through promotions, bonus, and stock, end quote. On another completely unrelated note, after Microsoft's $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard hit a snag last month due to the UK's competition and markets authority blocking the deal, the company is expecting a much easier time getting the EU to accept it's being reported that the EU will approve the Microsoft Activision Blizzard merger as early as next week, although it's worth noting that Microsoft was also extremely confident of securing the <coughs> CMA's backing as well. There are plenty of developers and publishers out there concerned about the potential acquisition, though EA doesn't count itself among them. EA CEO Andrew Wilson recently stated that he's pretty indifferent about the entire thing, claiming that the company is Microsoft's number one publisher on the Xbox platform, and he doesn't see that changing anytime soon. He also states that he would love for EA to eventually get itself into a position where it could also acquire large studios and thinks EA has the potential to become, quote, the largest standalone independent developer and publisher of interactive entertainment, end quote, in the world. It's up to you whether you find that idea appealing or not. <laughs> I left that last lining so that was quite... <coughs> Andrew Wilson, quite keep funny. away from studios. Keep your, gr gr your dirty grubby mints off studios. Indeed. All right, back to the main thing. Microsoft, you useless twats. <laughs> Let's just go into this. You absolute bullshit and bollocks crap twats. This is crap. $18 billion in profit and you say you can't give your staff a pay rise whatsoever? Fuck off. Fuck right off. This is disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourself. All right, CEO. Uh, where, where, where are you? $55 million your pay rise? Okay, how about you cut yourself off at least about $20 million of that? Oh, heck, let's go $30 million off just to be nice. Um, and then maybe take, give that to the rest of the staff and everything. Not your management team underneath you. The actual employees who help run your fucking company. Who actually run your fucking company and whatnot. And help really make the thing profitable. It's like, this is just... It's just a typical capitalist being capitalist, whatnot, and everything like that. And like, like guys, I fucking told you on many occasions. Fucking hell, like, I think capitalism can work if done in the right ways. But every fucking time, Amy fucking gets proven right all the fucking time, which gets her smiling like this, and just pisses me off. And I'm you just say like, you say your bit about capitalism could work, and I just get to do this. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like that's why I hate about it even more. It's just like I'm sorry. Uh, no, you don't have to apologize whatsoever. It's me. My eyes were shut. My eyes weren't properly open to it, and I wasn't educated properly on it. And I, thanks to this podcast and you and everything, I've been educated on it. I hate you, but either way, <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm not I think, leaving. I think you, I, know. I think I know why I've had so many co-hosts in the through the years. <laughs> um, no, but no, yeah, this is just like. It's like fuck off, man. Like how we had, um, what was it? Um, Phil Spencer literally on the kind of funny show last week, literally saying that he's overpaid. He admits he's overpaid. Then I, I still question it. If you're overpaid, why did you accept it, Phil Spencer? Why did you accept? It? If you feel like you're overpaid and everything, why did you accept it? You could have said no. I deserve maybe this amount, but not this much. Blah blah blah. And then you could spread out to the rest of your team and everything. That's that's just the Xbox era of Microsoft. But I'm just meaning Microsoft in general. Fuck it. 
useless Microsoft. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, <clears throat> when I posted this in our little uh, private Discord channel where we put where we share news, like, I posted the tweet because there wasn't a news story when I saw this. And I literally found how much Nadella had earned last year <laughs> and posted it underneath and said, I'm just saving this just in case I need it. Because, yeah, he earned $55 million, uh, $2.5 million salary, which is plenty. <laughs> um, but then also like $50 plus million in bonuses. Bonuses for what? Like, I've, I've been getting steadily frustrated over the last couple of weeks as you know about the perception that microsoft microsoft's in trouble microsoft's first party output is bad it's like they've had a bad game it happens um but like yeah it's like what's this guy getting bonuses for <laughs> um who, who knows <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't know. But especially no, when I didn't they, say words, I just no, no. You face. It's fine. It's like when it's like when I just shake my hand every time you 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 do your capitalism things. Like audio listeners can't hear that. But um, no, the it just just give your fucking employees a pay rise. You can afford it. We're trying to set ourselves up for for future success, mate. If you actually do start releasing games at some point. Like, you're going to make more money. <laughs> like, think about it. They made $18 billion in, in profits by releasing barely anything. And that's just on the Xbox side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's at the top of it. <clears throat> yeah, the company, so Microsoft in general, $18.3 billion in profits. Like, the profits will go up when you release Starfield. Like, not even counting anything else that you've got coming down the pipeline. It'll go up when you release one major game. And, like, I hate the excuse of, like, oh, we're setting ourselves up for the future because the economic uh, climate is is bad. It's like, again, you didn't lose money. <laughs> it's the thing I always try to come back to. It's like, you didn't lose money. You made money. You made obscene amounts of money. <clears throat> you could pay all of your... You could pay... Give a pay rise... A decent pay rise to all of your staff and barely cut into your profits. Like, what, $18.3 yeah. billion dollars in profits? What, if you give your staff a, a decent, like, pay rise, is that even number even going to drop below $18 billion? <laughs> But I'm, I'm not out here to say Microsoft is the only company that engages in this. They all do, but this is the new story. So. Microsoft gets it this week. Microsoft gets it this week indeed. Yeah, it's it just sucks. It just sucks, and it's just like yeah. Um, yeah. I left it in because I did want to like I did want to just say like, what do you think about Andrew Wilson and just being like meh about the Activision Blizzard? It's like, are you worried about the Activision Blizzard? No, not really. <laughs> like, we're the biggest publisher on Xbox, so we don't really care. <laughs> I think I think that's arguably probably is an. An overall honest answer from him, uh, the best he could really give, which is probably, at the end of the day, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Why, why, why would he give a fuck? He doesn't need to worry about it. It's, yeah. I wish, I wish. He's, he's going to be on every platform yeah. out there, and his games are going to be raking in money, especially when FIFA drops Madden, drops later these years. Survivor's this year, this year just, just done it for him, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but I uh, know, this is cool. I wish gamers would so, have the same attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not FIFA. Sorry, I know EA Soccer Sports. EA Sports now. Soccer Football, football. thing, whatever game. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird one, yeah. I just I found the comment amusing. Yeah, it is amusing. It really, really is. Should we move on? Yes. What the fuck is she doing? I don't know. What? Not you, someone outside the window. I'm just like, I'm watching someone. It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> go forward or go backwards. Make me mind. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this is um, a person driving a car. <laughs> yes, they are. They are. Uh, Pokemon Maker Game Freak Development and New Action Adventure IP Coordinating Project Bloom. This is from Wesley LeBlanc <clears throat> over at Game Informer. Excuse me a sec. Excuse me. My throat. Who writes? Private Division has announced a new publishing partnership with Pokemon developer Game Freak. It will publish a new action adventure game from Game Freak, meant to be new IP for the developer. Codename Project Bloom, Game Freak and Private Division state in a press release the new IP is expected to launch during Private Division parent company Take-Two's fiscal year 2026. Alongside this news, Game Freak has released the first piece of concept art for, Pro for Project Bloom, um, which it says you can check it out below. It's a picture of like a samurai in a forest. It's cool. Interesting. Uh, the Game Freak director, Kota Furushima, wrote in the release, quote, We're thrilled to have the opportunity to create a new IP that is bold and totally different from our prior work. From the beginning, Private Division was the publisher we wanted to work with on our new game. <clears throat> Their track record and global expertise gives us all the confidence of creating a sweeping new action-adventure game that we can't wait to share more about in the future, end quote. Take-Two Interactive Chief Strategy Officer and Private Division Head Michael Waroth says you'd be hard-pressed to find a studio with more iconic hits over the past 30 years than Game Freak, adding, quote, excuse me, we're ready to help Game Freak unleash their potential, and we're honored to be the first Western publisher to work alongside this exceptionally talented and proven team to bring a bold new IP to market, end quote. So I'm just having a look at the Intriguing. games of Private Division. <laughs> Looking at the um, games of Private Division here. Oh, let me let me try and see. Yeah, um, Ollie Ollie World. Ollie Ollie World. Hades. Hades. Uh, is it? Really? It says Hades on their portfolio. They must have. Maybe published. they published it. They must have yeah. published on a on a console. Cabal Space Program Two. Yeah, that's theirs. Um, Outer Worlds developer. Outer Worlds. That was the other game I was trying to think of. Yeah, they published the first Outer Worlds. Probably ain't publishing the second one. Probably not. <laughs> um, so yeah, it seems like they've got some like time for back. They've got they've got some yeah good games behind them and everything, which is obviously a great thing to see and whatnot. So they obviously they've got an eye for the for quality at the end of the day. Even though Ollie Ollie World wasn't for me, like I heard nothing but great things for people who enjoyed that game. Hades is. It's Hades. <laughs> and Outer Worlds too. Even uh, Worlds One, even though that didn't click for me, like it. People loved it. You loved it, and, everyone, and a lot of people loved it, and everything. So it's like, and obviously, people are excited for the sequel to come in. Um, uh, Probably around so. about the same time as this uh, Project Bloom game. <laughs> Probably, yeah, no, Microsoft. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, I'm intrigued. Like, yo, Game Freak finally spreading their wings, doing another it's IP intriguing, over, right? them over them Pokemon. Yeah, unless it just turns out to be a standing Pikachu with a samurai sword at the end. That'll be great. I won't lie. You just this throw you, you you just throw a coconut to other samurai and capture them, make them fight for yeah. you. Yeah, hell yeah. But no, Gotta it is interesting, right? <laughs> like it's Game Freak who make who make Pokemon making a new IP, but also then part the the double interesting thing is then <clears throat> making 
an action adventure game. And then the triple interesting thing is partnering with a Western publisher. Like all three of those things, I was just <clears> like, huh. <laughs> yeah, because I think a lot of people keep forgetting that people think the imprint's owned by Nintendo. They're not. They're no, just they're partnered not. with yeah. them. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. They're spreading their wings. And I think obviously the the incredible success that Scarlet and Violet was, even though the games were fucking a broken mess. I haven't even had a look if they've been fixed yet. <laughs> oh, um, it hasn't really come up recently, has it? <sighs> no, it has not, which is kind of worrying. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's that they've obviously... This deal would have been not in, in long... This deal would have been get, starting to get negotiated long before Scarlet Definitely. and Violet came out and everything. But yeah, no, this is like... Yeah, it's interesting. No doubt about it. See what happens in the future. Going to be keeping an eye on this and everything. Like I, even though Violet and Scarlet pissed me off and everything, I still love Game Freak. Obviously, what they did with Pokemon and whatnot. That's my childhood and my adulthood. I was going to say, uh, that's my childhood. Just, it's like there's a, been a Pikachu staring at me for the last hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a Bulbasaur. Uh, well, actually, Bulbasaur's asleep. Bulbasaur's asleep. But anyway, uh, yeah. But no, yeah, it's um, yeah. I'm intrigued to see what happens here. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm I'm going to be watching this one with interest. Yeah. Barbie fashion designer Last uh, Last of Us inducted into Video Game Hall of Fame. <clears throat> this is from Edmund Tran over at Games Hub. He writes. The Strong National Museum of Play, located in Rochester, New York, has announced the four games it will be inducting into its Video Game Hall of Fame in 2023. Computer Space, from 1971, Wii Sports, from 2006, The Last of Us, from 2013, and most excitingly, Barbie Fashion Designer, from 1996. The Hall of Fame recognizes digital games that have had a significant influence on the industry and popular culture and immortalizes them with a permanent exhibition at the museum, which is currently undergoing a major renovation and expansion. The four titles were selected from a shortlist that also included a number of seminal titles such as Age of Empires, Angry Birds, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, FIFA International Soccer, GoldenEye 007, NBA 2K, Quake and Wizardry. While any of those titles would be worthy inclusions, the selection of Barbie fashion designer is an inspired choice. On launch, it shook up the perception of who games were for, in an era where titles were getting more violent and edgy and were predominantly marketed to teenage boys. Uh, Kirsty Hizzert, collections manager at The Strong, said, quote, Barbie fashion designer became a jumping off point for the girls gaming movement and shook up the software and gaming scene. It also sparked important questions and debate. What does it mean to be a game for girls? Should there even be games for girls? What are the implications of the of these games? What are the consequences of gendering games? End quote. <clears throat> no doubt Barbie fashion designer served as a gateway into games for an entire generation of women. While the perception of girl games and the role of women in video games broadly has evolved and come a very long way since then, the significance of the game makes it worth immortalising. Uh, and then there's some stuff about the other games. Computer Space was like the first commercial <laughs> computer game. Uh, and The Last of Us is The Last of Us. And, and Wii, Sports Wii Sports was Wii Sports. Wii Sports. <laughs> yeah, we all know the significance between them, yeah. Yeah, congratulations to all of them. Like, big fan. Uh, I've, well, I, I've never heard of Barbie Fashion Designer. It's like 96, I was 10 <laughs> or 11. I was not really paying attention back then or anything like that. But uh, if it brought women into games and everything like that, that's fantastic. If we've got developers because of women developers because of this game, that's even more Probably, fantastic. I would say. Yeah, it's like it's amazing. And like all to and shout out to the other games, obviously everyone knows 
both my enemies feelings of the last of us and everything like that uh and we sports it's fucking we sports man it was arguably one of the greatest marketing bobby. campaigns by nintendo ever bobby uh, bobby home designer got like young girls into games who then went on to become game developers we sports got like my uncle into games <laughs> That one specific game, and he didn't play any other ones. But still, <laughs> but it was still, really weird. Yeah, yeah. I was like, people who have never played video games before, like, and I'm just like, and they've got Wii, Wii Fit, and Wii Sports, and they're like, you know, they break it out at family holidays and stuff, and it was just like, wow, this that was a movement. <laughs> that game, um, that one be difficult to replicate i'd say never but never never say never in video games yeah uh if it's okay just last one amy try back a game show uh yeah it is yeah um and yeah congrats to bobby home designer like it's an interesting topic in general just like what is a girl what is a game for girls because <clears throat> imagine it's a lot different then but back then it was like considered a, a boy's hobby yeah, 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 no doubt about it. Um, it really was. That's how it was marketed, wasn't it? Towards it's how, yeah, it was, when it was, was between yeah. Nintendo and Sega. It was in like, the console wars type yeah, yeah. of thing. Yeah, in, it was in, in very the much aimed at boys. It was yeah, aimed at boys. boys and teenagers. Well, that's where that sort of like, as much as it, it, it's bollocks, and it always has been bollocks. That's where that attitude in modern day comes from. Yeah. Um, where it's like there are girls in this game, like or you know, fake go game game of girls and stuff, and it's just like. That's where it started, really, in yeah, that market. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Tribeca Games Showcase 2023 selections announced. This is from Tribeca's Twitter account. <laughs> Quote, There's even more to celebrate. The games lineup for Tribeca 2023, presented by OKX, has been announced. This year's lineup features seven selections that demonstrate phenomenal storytelling and innovation through interactive experiences. End quote. The selections are... I feel like I'm on, a, on an award show. And the nominees are... <laughs> uh, Highland Song from Inkle. Chance of Sonar from Rundisk. Despelot from Julian Cordero and Sebastian Valbuena. The Expanse, a Telltale series from Deck Nine Games. Goodbye, Volcano High. Deck Nine was doing that. From Co-op, so did I. Uh, Nightscape from Mizan Studios. And Stray Gods, the role-playing musical from Summerfall Studio. Like Before we talk about these cool nominations, let me just remind everybody that tri the Tribeca Games Showcase is the best thing that comes out of E3. <laughs> For the most part, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either that or Devolver Digital Showcase. For very different yeah, reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. No doubt, but yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's uh, like, like, like we, you, me, Rodri, sorting our plans and everything like that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we're gonna enjoy ourselves and have a fun time, just Definitely. talking and hopefully enjoying some great games to see and everything, Absolutely. playing games and talking and everything. Um, and this yeah, is this is be... always like at the top of my list since the first one because this is only the third game in showcase they've done. Um, is it? Yeah. So like since the first one, like. Didn't, no one knew what to expect, right? It was awesome. And then the second one, we both uh, watched on stream um, together. That was awesome. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Like The, ga the games that I know about that, that are on this list yeah. are awesome. I mean, The Expanse, right? By Deck Nine Games. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Just... You play as, like, my favorite character from The Expanse TV show. <laughs> uh... Drummer. Yeah, I think I, I love her as well. I think she's amazing. I think there's some amazing characters in this. There's a lot of amazing characters. Yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. 
I always liked the main character the most, though. I always just connected with him somehow. I don't know why. Fair enough. Uh, but who doesn't remember? That's us all. Where Let's you? Let's not forget. <laughs> you what? connect. You connected with the dude character, and I connected with the girl character. Wait. Weird, Amy. Weird. Uh, no, but that's all. I mean, we all connected to when I'm that bad guy. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm that guy. I am that guy. <laughs> yep. I watch that scene sometimes just on YouTube. So, yep. Oh yeah, baby. Have you, have, you seen, <laughs> have you seen the YouTube video of him watching it with like some of the other cast members on TV? I'll see if I can dig it out for I you. I feel like I have. I've probably like seen have, it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can, If you've seen it, I'll, send it to I'll, me. I'll, I'll see, I'll see it again. It. I'll yeah. see it again. Like it's flying I, under the radar. This game. Like, and right, I guess rightfully so. Like, The Expanse isn't, like, a majorly well-known TV show. Deck Nine aren't a top-tier publisher uh, developer, but, like, for me and you, like, there's, yeah, a, there's yeah. a Venn diagram of who this game is for, and our faces are in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. They, they saw our review of True Colors, and they went... We love these two so much. We're gonna create a game we're gonna, just we're for gonna, them. We're gonna make fuck the rest of the audience. We're gonna make a game out of, out of one of their favorite sci-fi TV shows of all time. Um, yeah, no, uh, Stray Gods we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I'll be looking yeah. forward to seeing more of that. Goodbye, Goodbye Volcano, Volcano High. Like we've been waiting for this since the reveal of the PS5. I feel like. Uh, you know, it was at the reveal it really of the was, PS5. Wasn't it? It, was, it really was. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. There's a demo available on Steam of it, and I'm just like. I don't want to touch it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm just like, do yeah. I want to? Yeah. I'm already sold. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah So yeah, do yeah, I yeah, want yeah. to touch a demo of this game? So I'm, like, I'm in two minds about that. Um, a Highland Song, which is a game I've been looking forward to for a while. Inkle, if you don't remember, were the developers of Overboard. Oh, I liked Overboard. And you, I'm, yeah, you really liked Overboard. Also Heaven's Vault, which is a game that I absolutely adored. But yeah, Um <laughs> This is uh this is a game. I think it's set in like this Scottish This is lining up to be a sexy, <laughs> sexy game show. Uh, Chance of Senar is a game I know of because we've done it as an indie game of the week. Um, but I don't know a ton about it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then I've never heard of the other two games. Des Des below was um someone retweeted Des below saying they were uh they were a selection, which is how I found out about this. And it's uh it's set in Ecuador in 1991. Um, and it's got something to do with football, um, and it it looked really football. really interesting. But I didn't go it's... diving into it because I'm like, I'll find out in June when I watch the showcase. <laughs> um, and Nightscape so, Nightscape is another one I don't know. So a new trailer, a trailer, a reveal trailer just dropped for today Despelot. for the Despelot. So they they've announced it and as hey, this game exists, and also it's a try it back again. Nice, that's a flex. You love that. But uh but yeah, no, I am an of Nightscape. Oh, you see what drew my eye, right? This is intriguing. But yeah, this this is gonna be awesome. Kick, like kick the ball, kick the ball. The the Tribeca game showcase is usually thirty minutes on each game, and then a week or two weeks after the showcase, um one of them takes home like the the like the winner of the best game of the Tribeca showcase is voted on by a yeah. panel of people that includes like Hideo Kojima and I think John Favreau <laughs> weirdly enough um, there's an interesting um, like panel on this but Sweet. I can't wait <laughs> 
Like I may I make it a point to play all of the games that are on a Tribeca game showcase when they come out. Yeah. And I've loved a lot of them. <clears throat> um That's it, right? Uh yes. Ladies Shine is over. For now. Until For now. next week. Until next time. <clears throat> As we do cool games to shine before we do open critic head to head and Moody's furiously refreshing open Craig. <laughs> well, well I've been doing that since freaking two o'clock this morning <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, there's just one cool game to shine it's almost like nothing's coming out next week because of what came out this week um, he, but humanity <laughs> humanity is coming out on playstation platforms and psvr and pc on may 8th and it's coming to ps plus this is that weird game where you, you're like the dog and there's crowds of people and you've got to guide them to the to the doors and the exits. It's it's been at a couple of uh PlayStation Direct State of Plays. I can never remember what they're called. Um PlayStation Direct. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah, PlayStation Direct. And every time it's come up, everyone's always going, What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm rewatching that now. But you if you see it, you remember seeing it, if you make sense. Um and yeah, it's yeah, out yeah. next week and it's part of PS Plus, uh the middle tier. Extra. Um, so if you're a subscriber to PS Plus, you'll be able to download it and play it. Um, and it's a PSVR 2 game, so... It's getting games. Uh, and there's, Get games! There's nothing else coming out next week. However, hold on to your butts for the week after, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Hold on to your butts. Specifically one day. <laughs> the week after next, because holy shit. Um, but for now, it's time for Open Critic head to head this is a game we play every week where we try to guess the open critic average of upcoming games last week we tried to guess the open critic average of what else but legend the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom breath of the wild 2 breath of the wild 2 the sequel to breath of the wild i guessed it would get a 97 really guessed it would get a 96 when the reviews first dropped it was on a 98 which shocked even me <laughs> i thought i'd gone too high at the time of recording, Moody, what's the open critic average? I know what I've got written down. You've got the page open, I'm assuming. It's a 97, Amy. Congratulations. You nailed it. I did. I'll give you that. I got I'll it. give you that. I got it. 97, which means Amy gets two points. Puts the scores at Amy 13, Moody 6. Now, you're not going to notice it this week because, again, there's only one game coming out. But you might notice, Moody, you've been badgering us. And badgering us since we started playing this game. Well, why don't we just do more than one game a week? Well, you'll notice the thing that I use, the tracker I keep at the bottom has been deleted. Because we're just going to start doing multiple games per week. Turns out if well, you annoy... there's so many games coming out. It turns out if you annoy me... No, it turns out if you annoy me enough... <laughs> I'll give in eventually. I can't remember the last time I said it. Well, because so last week... So this week was was this one game. I last, didn't say it last week. I last week there was only one game, and I was going to do it last yeah. week. But Darkest Dungeon 2 already had an open critic score, so we only had Legend of Zelda. And a week before, I think I'd made a reference to it because we only did two games because one of the games was Bramble, and we didn't want to. We didn't really want to do that. Um, and then like some of the other games were like small indie games where it was like we don't know if we'll get away with. Like we'll get scores on some of this stuff. Like I mean, we waited ages for Benedict Fox, right? I think it was the week before where I'd made a reference to like banking games where you'd made a comment about it. And in my head, after a podcast, I just went, fine. 
right, fine. So for fuck's sake, all right, fine. And then it just didn't come up. <laughs> so me complaining less somehow got to you even more. <laughs> it was like it was like you complained and complained and complained and complained and complained, and then and then you stopped, and then you did it again, and I just like snapped and went, "All right then." <laughs> but you did it inside yourself, not. Oh yeah, I would definitely so give you the satisfaction. In the moment. Amy <laughs> gives in while beating me, killing me in her mind. <laughs> no, that'll be at June. <laughs> but yeah, that's the shit. We're just gonna do as many as I feel like could potentially get open critic scores. It won't be every game, uh, especially some weeks. We're not gonna start doing like five and six of fucking games, which is a possibility some weeks. But like in games, in weeks where there's lots of games coming out, maybe we'll do like two or three. I don't know. We'll just I'll just see what's coming out. Play it by year, week by week. But this week, we're gonna guess the open critic average of just one game. Humanity, the game I mentioned before. Um, and I always, I still, it's been months, and I still always think, Moody, what do you think? And it's like, no, I'm going first. I lost last year. <laughs> Despite an epic comeback, I still lost. What do I think Humanity is going to get? Do I think anyone's going to play it? Do I think everybody's still playing Breath of the Wild 2? You've got me doing it now. Joe's never going to forgive me. To be fair, you know when I was typing it out on the, on the Breath button. Of the Wild too, no, you? I didn't even type Breath of the oh. Wild. I just typed Breath of the Wild and then left it and then came back to it later and went, oh, oops. <laughs> I could still call it Breath of the Wild. Not even two. <clears throat> but um, this is a complete unknown for me. I have no idea. 78. I don't think it's going to get a score. Cause you that don't count. think it's going to get a score. <laughs> I guess so. Well, if, you, if it doesn't get a score, you get a point. No, but I'm going to put a score down. 65. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Looks weird. <laughs> That's it. That's all I know. I said 65, <laughs> not 6. 65. It says 6 on my end. <laughs> well, I, mean, I would tell you, it's the 65 right in front of me. My internet must have crashed then. <laughs> oh, your internet crashed for Maybe. five seconds for for a quick glimpse. Oh, I can see you moving around on the. On yeah, the top yeah, 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 yeah. It just said six for some reason. Look, right. If we get you next week and I read this and go, Moody guessed six. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember that. So he definitely didn't. <laughs> but and I'd go back and fair, check. Fair, fair, fair. But uh, yeah, cool. No, that's it. We're done. Done it. We're done We're open done. credit to head. Fantasy credit check-in will happen next week. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> For one simple reason, but um, it hasn't updated yet, so I'm really looking forward to it. Good, good, good. Considering good, it's going to knock good. me out of first place, you think I wouldn't be excited, but I'm actually really excited. Um... But uh, yeah, that's going to do it for episode 351 of the Words About Games podcast. The one that will go down in history is the time Moody and Amy complained about Star Wars for an hour. <laughs> oh, well. I'm sure it won't be. I'm sure our opinion is going to be like, won't piss anyone off. I don't think I've ever pissed anyone off with my opinions before. No, not at all. Never in, in history. Not at happened? all, no. Um, 
Yeah, that's it. It's quite warm in here. I had to close the window fully. Not like normally I'll keep it on a latch, but someone was hammering stuff in 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 the garden, in their garden. So I had to close it completely. Yeah. Um, and and now I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, this decision was not a great decision for for me long term. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, let's get out of here. Everyone, have a great weekend. Peace out. And as always, what I always say, fuck the Tories. So we're, we're alternating between positive ending and negative ending. I thought that was a positive ending. Oh, I mean, it's very positive. <laughs> I always think fuck the Tories is positive. But you didn't do it last week because you, you said some nice things by Denzel yep. Washington. Yeah, by Denzel Washington, yeah. <laughs> as Denzel Washington said, fuck the Tories. Fuck the Tories. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>